1: Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy.
0: And I'm. Oh. Sweet. Sensual Valentine's oh. Day, brother. Not brother, but s- sensual gentleman, Griffin McElroy, the youngest brother, your brother. Wait, um, uh, wait are you. Wait. Are you their sensual brother? I've got two Ferrero Rochers, and I've put them in a suggestive, sensual position. Mm. Um, My nipples. Oh! I figured it. She- Listen, guys, pause the show. Pause. Okay. The- I think that maybe there might be people out there who don't. And we all know that we love Valentine's Day. It's the most important holiday. It's sure. the most sacred yes. holiday. It was invented. The most by
1: natural you. holiday. The most
0: natural holiday. Jesus invented it a long time ago. And so there might be people who don't have uh, a sensual lover, and so they might want some help, like a. Like podcast help with that, and we help with every other thing. I don't see why, and it can be completely platonic. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a platonic, I, sensual. I do like this though, Griffin,
1: because in the past we've helped people find
0: love. Yeah. And what if we just
1: cut out the middleman, which is us, and we just were like, "Hey, we're here for love."
0: Well, I'm, I I love my wife very very much. I would never. uh I would there would be there will be no dalliances today. Thank you. Yes. But I. But we can. But it's like a a make
1: pretend. And listen, if you here's what I'll do, and I gosh darn it, we done missed it. This is I don't know, January or February, or whatever day it is, when you listen to this, it's not Valentine's Day. But if you want to tell people that I was your Valentine, you no, can No, 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 that's too far.
0: That's too far. That's too far. That's too far? far. Yes, yeah, so this episode is the, the you can say the episode is.
1: Oh, the episode is your okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hey, don't lie. Yeah. This episode is your
0: Valentine. Okay. Justin, you wanna get a hand on this ball or you're gonna sit this one out, you think? I don't know where the ball is, guys.
1: Um I it's it's confusing enough that uh Travis is committing adultery. And no, Griffin no, no, is- no, I'm letting people lie about me committing adultery.
0: No, no, we don't even do that. The podcast episode is your sensual friend uh-huh. for today, the most sacred of all the high holy days. Griffin, here's
1: my question because mm. the word could mean many different things, but is the, va- okay, it, when you say the episode is your Valentine, do you mean like we're walking around the classroom and we're putting this on the envelope you've taped to the front of your desk, or this is the, the podcast is putting a note in the envelope taped to the front of you your Love desk? You love the podcast. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's, the, the, end podcast of the, that's the end of the back. sentence, that's the end of the thought. You, you lo-
1: love the podcast, now the podcast loves you.
0: You now love the podcast. Oh, oh. finally. It's it's reciprocated. It's now the, the podcast loves, loves you. you. Okay, <laughs> are you are you right? I'm um, I'm paused. I have these two Ferrero Rochers where my nipples are. Okay. The podcast nipples. Yeah, and then I'm sitting on a bed of poetry. The episode sitting on a bed of poetry. It wrote Thank for you. you. Yeah, and it's getting the chocolate everywhere, streaks and streaks. Cho- no, wait. You said pretty plainly that the chocolate was on your Griffin yes. I did a nipples. tumble. I did a tumble. I did you're, a tumble into the papers. That does sound slip-piece. like something I would see on Tumblr. That <laughs> son pair. of a,
1: Come on, no, but I'm, Griffin, you're saying you are you, you personifying you know, your own body up for chocolate gun. delivery.
0: I was wearing a suit with little Velcro Ferrero Rochers all over it, and the do you like have a to, mocap? And you have to yeah, like mocap balls. And then for Valentine's Day, as a special treat. You get to run around trying to grab them off me, but I did a tumble into the poetry that the podcast made. No, for but you. you're still saying you, Griffin. I'm, I thought the podcast was the Valentine. Yeah. But
1: you're saying you are covered in chocolate. <laughs> Starting Start of, your the podcast everywhere. is the
0: one seducing you on the bed of poetry. <laughs> I'm also there wearing a suit of Ferrero Rochers in case you get peckish. So you're just the caterer? really platonic body food. <laughs> I'm wearing clothes under the Ferrero Rochers. <laughs> okay. Okay, For okay. me, it's a fun game where I see <laughs> if I can because after five minutes I get to keep all the Ferrero Rochets that you didn't grab. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: it's kind of like a big game of capture the flag. It's like capture the flag, but it's all me hazelnut
0: chocolates.
1: Hey, welcome to Wild and Crazy Kids. This week you got
0: a special game. You're gonna grab those chocolate off those people and if they don't you they eat them. I just I don't see what the fucking confusion is. We do this every fucking year.
1: Start Are the metaphor over. Was that a Start the or? metaphor over and don't involve your corporeal form in it. Okay. Yes. See we if start you can again. do this. Hello. Hi this- everybody. Welcome, my brother, my brother, me, etc. And then Griffin says, "This is podcast.
0: I love you. Grab this candy." Where's the candy? A- wait, wait. Where's the candy? The podcast that is this one has candy all over its suit. Wearing it like a mocap. Are you eating? What is? Who is eating? What right now? Who's eating? Who's eating? Gilbert grapes right
1: now? I'm I'm eating up this delicious description you're giving. Out, yeah, Griffin. of a f-
0: sentient podcast that's down for love. Well, nobody's gonna love this thing now because you guys have. let uh, me. You guys have fucking.
1: Oh, Griffin, you put uh, chocolate uh, on your own nipples. Uh, <laughs> Griffin, did you, could either, you
0: describe the podcast? You didn't for me? let me finish that part. I have it on my nipples, but then it's everywhere else too. No, no, <laughs> you finished it.
1: Uh, That part was completed. That then. Here comes the poetry pile.
0: (sighs) I jump in. I get all my chocolate streaks everywhere.
1: No, you you can't be there. I'm sorry, Griffin. You are not allowed to see
0: whatever Valentine happens between the episode and the listener. You recorded the episode. Let me stop. You (laughs) left the episode. Okay, okay, okay. But let's hold on. And here's the next part. And then I see you approaching the podcast episode. I take off a few Ferrero's and throw them in your direction just you're, because I've had a big round. Well, let's stop. Shut up. And then I and then I walk meekly backwards out of the room. And then whatever you do with podcast at that point is up to you, God, and podcast, and the Ferrero Rochers that I left That's
1: better? On. That was much better. Here's the two issues I that I still much, have. I wouldn't say much,
0: Justin. That was yeah, very
1: generous. Somewhat better. Here's the two issues that I still have with this. Okay. One, you're technically
0: stripping because you are removing I layers. Got clothes, of, I got clothes on underneath the yeah. front.
1: I know, but but it's a it's a long con kind of strip. But it is no, I I disagree with you on that point, Justin. Because when I see someone take their jacket off, I'm not like whoa, 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 NSFW. Yeah, depends on how they take it off, though. The the way I take off a jacket, when podcast
0: takes his jacket off, it does it the cool like backwards, Jeb Bartlett.
1: Yeah, there you go. And the other thing I had was that you fed people chocolate off your body. No, and that's another one that's got a little bit charged. Gave it to him. Gave it to him. And, and, and did if you I remember throw, correctly, I do, more okay, flung I, it at them. It, one of two things happened. Yeah. Either you threw your body chocolate on the dirty floor, yeah. or you fed it lovingly to them. Which Which of those two options and you're you You're saying, decided, oh, to do okay,
0: with? and you hear that, audience? Justin says you all can't catch good. Hmm, interesting. Wait, did you throw it
1: like a Benihana
0: chef and they caught it in their mouth? <laughs> Or with their fucking hands. Gross. Then they're going to get chocolate all over their hands before reading the poetry. The body Uh. impact when I dive into the poetry pile makes the foil come off and streaks the chocolate. I don't see. Why are you guys wrestling? It's been nine fucking minutes. You're the
1: one wrestling with the poetry. Okay. I just want to suggest. Start over. All right. God. (laughs) Hey, it's My Brother, My Brother, and Me podcast. Killing
0: it. Year in, year out. This time Griffin's gonna say something. So Valentine's Day is upon us and we would like you to make love to the, the <laughs> podcast. And yes. by make love, I mean it in the literal sense and not in the coital sense. You and the podcast are, there was no love before, but now there will be love with you and this inanimate podcast. To help set the scene, <laughs> I will appear in the room pot shush the podcast like will also star. be there you will be there i have a suit of ferrero rochers if you get peckish and also i have wine balloons do you want one
1: <laughs> wait where are they
0: it's i have there. 12 wine balloons hidden all around did you say hidden? <laughs> why hidden why are they hidden why are they hidden why would you hide you them fucking easter it's bunny not, it's not a fun surprise <laughs> if you know where they are <laughs> I have a suit of Ferrero Rochers. Over my clothes, you will not come at me with your mouth open. I will hand them to you. You will take them with your hands and wrap them and eat them. Sometimes I will jump in a poetry pile. Sometimes there's a wine balloon in there, too, and I make a terrible, terrible mess. But then when it's time for you and the podcast to consummate it, I'm going to back out of the room meekly. I will no longer be present.
1: Here's what I okay. I want to go back to the things that I hate. So one of the one main ones is that you've locked someone in a room with a podcast that they may lock not the even door. be. In. What? <laughs> okay, he, you're right. Tell, he didn't say lock the door. He just said he was going to leave them to whatever <laughs> yeah, they but get the up to. the implication is clearly that they're going to do it, this person in the podcast. And can we make clear that it's an episode of a podcast?
0: It's yeah, yeah, not I the whole podcast. It's not the yeah, whole podcast. The whole podcast. <sighs> That's
1: semantics, because we've done some things on this <sighs> podcast,
0: yeah. broadly speaking, that no one would love. We got unfuckable eps. I just yeah. want to
1: go back also... To the wi- I feel like a wine balloon popping sure.
0: over a pile of poetry uh-huh. yeah.
1: is the sexiest thing you've ever heard. It's, it's one. It's someone's fetish, and, and I don't forget that. Don't forget like about them. the chocolate
0: streaks from my suit.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. is it red wine or white? Of course, it's red wine. It's Valentine's yeah. Day, Valentine's and it's popping. It. It's popping on the rose thorns. Sex. I've sprinkled thorns all over the bed. You're That's not there. Jesse not the- Thorne, Teresa Thorne, they're all on the bed, <laughs> <They're all> sprinkled <laughs> no, lovingly. He, I will say, I realized in Griffin's 18th take at this, that yeah. while Justin and I have been upset at it, this idea of a holiday concierge is basically what Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny are. They come in, they provide you all the stuff, and then yeah. they
0: leave and let you get down to it. Yeah, there needs to be one of those for Valentine's Day, Cupid. What's our first question? One more try. <laughs> <laughs> there's this. There's no way we can this do is this. My again. Brother. Griffin
1: is a winged cherub.
0: This is my brother of a show. I can. And I feel like this we is need the brother ind- of an episode. Yeah, we need indices like f- indices A before I even start going. I'm wearing clothes fully, and there's <laughs> yes. no question about that. Over the clothes, I have stuck many Ferrero Rochers. Wait, like, can 12 you white- edit
1: this to be sequentially first? Yes, yes. <laughs> I want this to be the first thing people hear. Okay.
0: There are 12 wine balloons hidden throughout the room. If you are hungry, there's the Rochers. If you are thirsty, there is wine. The only other object in the room is the podcast episode that this is. What about the poetry pile? The poetry pile is also there, is the third, fourth. Could we also
1: include like Scott, a button on the wall, like in an escape room? Like, hey, if at any time
0: you want me to unlock the door, just hit this button. If it gets too wet and wild in there, here's the button that you press. It's over the poetry pile and you're gonna have to sort of scramble around in there. It's rough terrain. To find the flag in the poetry pile. I'm going to count to 30 and leave. (laughs) If you can find all the wine balloons before then, you get (laughs) $10,000 furnished by San Pellegrino. (laughs) (laughs) And a trip to space camp.
1: I'm so glad we got a swelter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad we got a sponsor for this. I want to welcome Sam I'm, Pellegrino to sponsor you the also
0: show. You also B- get a booth at the Food & Wine Festival, and you don't even <laughs> have to know what to do with that. I'm
1: worried that including a sponsor is going to make this holiday too commercial. Yeah, yeah probably. I worry. Uh, let's let's switch it for BK Nights. What are they doing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe a Casio keyboard in there? Sure. So. So. Okay. I think that that's got it. I compl- I think what I love about this Griffin is here's a quick list. Yeah, bullet pointed. Yeah, one is, I I think that you have not included yourself physically in it. You've or you've much more resigned yourself to a a Jeff Probst role. Yeah, or yeah. Chris Harrison role, like who is clearly on the periphery. And and I feel like you're. It's kind of like those cats also where it's like clearly on the periphery, but the implication is always that if they decided to compete, they would win.
0: They would beat ass. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, so, uh, that's good, and I think it's also like a very romantic, loving environ sure. that you've
0: created for the, the podcast episode and the listener. Yeah, and fun too, fun, because you gotta find the balloons, and poetry can be fun for some people.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe the poet, but nobody else. Here comes our first question. My parents sent me a Valentine's Day card today. Now, I don't keep in touch with them as much as I used to, and I have to- Shame. Assume, shame. They sent it to me as an attempt to cheer me up about my lack of a romantic partner. Well, we can handle that. Uh you've got you have a you're in a committed relationship with a podcast episode. As reality has it, I do have a partner, one <gasps> who I've been dating for almost a year now. I just forgot to tell my parents about my relationship. Oh my god. Due to how infrequently we catch up. Hachi Machi. The card that my parents sent me is not only very fancy, but the endorsement on it. Is it written on the card directly, but is instead on a piece of paper that slides out of the card? Can I replace it with a new dedication and re-give this card to my significant other? That's from Valentine's Vexed in San Francisco, no! I need, ma- I need
0: a fucking map
1: for that question. What a buck wild like, light cycle s turn that took. Just like a <laughs> hard fucking bank, and I'm exploding into your light wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just want everyone to know, I put together the question list, and I don't always know if a question is going to be a winner, but when I hear Griffin do that, like lean away from the microphone, like
0: "Oh my god!"
1: Like I know, I, yeah, I, got, I got it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really thought, how do I tell my parents I've been in a relationship? Certainly, for a year. certainly would take precedence over how do I save a dollar twenty six? How do yes. I grift both my parents and my lover? Yeah. Um, yowza, I mean, yeah. Ugh, this is some real. I. I think nothing's like funnier than like pulling off the gag, and I, not everybody can do it. And a lot of people try of like regifting the 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 card. I've never seen anybody do it um, earnestly with an earnest mind, an earnest heart to say this. The, oh, this this is not the same card. Most of the time, it's like, uh oh, yeah, this was totally from my four year old nephew, Tod Todrick, uh, See, and I marked his name out and I put mine in as a as a funny joke. This is a a new strat altogether that I've never heard of and I don't think is quite good. I will say though, I think now you can
1: never tell your parents about your significant other or they're just gonna feel absolutely ripped off because they sent you a card and and you had a significant other the whole time. Yeah.
0: Oh oh no, what a pickle. What a picky. You shouldn't do this thing. You shouldn't do this thing. I understand that not everybody's money situation is the same. God knows that's true. But you this is the this the amount that you are saving to enter yourself into to, you're in the fucking hornet's nest right now. And you could easily not be in the hornet's nest by going to Walgreens or taking a sheet of loose leaf paper and doing your fucking best with some Crayola on it. That's even better. Now Griffin, there is
1: the line that the card is very fancy. Mm. Very maybe this is like a twelve dollar card. Like you open it up and like a video plays or something. Oh, I don't that's know. Or you yeah. open it up and it's like it has a song like, Come on and have some birthday fun. Like <laughs> <laughs> you ready for some birthday. What if, what if there's a pre-recorded thing in there, but you only hear it if you open it all the way? <sighs> so your significant other gets it and they're like and they open it all the way and it's like, Dear Philippe. We so treasure you, and we're sorry you're so terribly lonely. As alone as alone can be. Anyway, love you, your parents, who bought this card for you.
0: Ugh. Ugh. Can I ask you a question? Are you just maybe bored? And the idea of... For this $1.65, you could save yourself. You could potentially turn your life completely 180 around. Everyone who is close to you now feels jilted by you, and you dunk it right into the toilet. It's like
1: you're looking at the power to like destroy. Yeah, and it's seductive that power
0: sometimes. God, it is.
1: Yeah, like you have that button. It's like a self destruct button, but it's like, everyone else
0: destruct button? <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe I think... here's a great gift for your significant other. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell your parents about them. Yeah, I'm sure they would appreciate that. I also feel like um, you could make your own shitty card on Loose Leaf and write your own love message on it and then you pull out the nice fancy card and you start to hand it to them and then you tear it up and you say, no store-bought card is good enough to transmit my love, think- my love thoughts to you. So your parent, you're gonna tear up the
1: Valentine's Day card your parents got you? Yeah. No, evidence. No, but the question asker is also a great sleight of hand magician. So they yeah. didn't really tear it up, Trustin. Don't worry. Oh, no. Okay.
0: Yeah. I got gotcha. they, they tore it And then the a dove. Card. Yeah, a dove comes out. A hey, I got a Yahoo. Comes out. Here's a Yahoo that was sent in by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's a Yahoo Answers User. Hello? Question mark. Who asks? McFly. <laughs> Can I start a gym called Goku? Or would that be infringement? There would be huh. no reference or mascot or anything similar DBZ. That stands for Dragon's Ball Z-Z, zero.
1: So then no. why? Then I guess, do you just think, what a great name
0: for a gem? Well, no Trav, I think you're gonna get brand recognition, but as long as you don't put the spiked man himself on there doing his big powerful yell, then I think you're probably gonna be okay, right? goku I mean, I- Goku's just a name and what's in a name a rose by any other name is still Goku there's no good names for gyms mm. think of a good name mm. for one
1: the one at, the one <laughs> the ones near my house include planet fitness <laughs> yeah that's bad that's like hey aliens come here and get healthy that's terrible there's a 24 hour fitness center that closes at nine that sucks what That's about misleading. what about Beef City? Is there Beef, Beef C- City? Sounds like a butcher shop. No Damn way. It. Okay. How about uh, Rippington's?
0: That's good. Hey, can I suggest <laughs> that maybe? Sounds like an amazing vape shop. <laughs> it sounds start dope.
1: over. Griffin, give me
0: <laughs> one good. Yeah, gym yeah. Day. I've got and a I'll really really good one. I got a good one. You ready? Yes. Goku, what is? Listen to the All question. Right, it's it's pretty, perfect. It's, it's not it's even called good. Goku. No, listen. It's not even called Goku's gym. It's called. Goku. This gym is Goku.
1: So hey, sorry honey, I'm gonna be late. Um, I'm gonna stop at Goku after work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now that, I think actually without any context, it kind of sounds like a super high-end frozen yogurt shop. It does kind of sound like that. So what we're gonna need to express or communicate is that this is a place where the art of crafting muscles takes mm. place. Yeah. Sweaty Goku's. I'm gonna call it we're gonna call it the art of Goku. That is that is gonna get the message across that this is a place to be reckoned with if you wanna put some beef on your bones. Yeah. (laughs) What about just
0: Goku makers? Oh I like
1: that. That's a direct
0: reference. Okay. Oh Goku Maker one,
1: he gets his power from the yellow sun. So that's no good. A real Goku Maker is the Yellow Sun. Secondly, that's a direct reference to the popular character Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Well, so what about this? Because it would teach you like the art of getting buff, right? As you said, right? So what about Goku's art academy?
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. I like
1: this so far. That's it. That's the end of the thought. It's good. Okay. Well, I figure, like, because here's the thing. At first you would show up with like paintbrush in hand, and then you would say, like, okay, now snap that paintbrush in half. That's
0: lesson one. <laughs> what if you have, what if it's called Goku, right? Okay. Uh-huh. But then like you also that. have a, a big neon sign up that says Vegeta next to it. Now listen, now listen, 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 listen. When the people who own that property swing by to close you down or the copyright police or whatever, more neon letters click on, it's displaying the word vegetables. <laughs> And then it's like, you never even, it's like you, it's like, no, you're all good. Mean, you're talking have... about like a speakeasy gym. When you yeah. say
1: it out loud, Vegeta sounds like a grandmother trying to order Mexican food. Kind yes. of. I would like vegetables, Vegeta. Hey, give me one of the Vegeta's. I would hey. also say it sounds like a sixth grader trying to talk about a vagina. What are Maybe. you doing at a, a gym? What are you doing? It's not about making muscles. Anyone can do that. No. What I think you're doing really at a gym is investing in yourself. It's about investment. Uh-huh. So here's what I think you should do is call it Goku's bank. And that Ooh. that could be a little more palatable, I think. Because yeah, that's the thing is like I I think I don't know much about copyright infringement. Not much. But I'm pretty sure that if it doesn't compete with what the existing Goku is offering, Mm -hmm. you're probably fine, right? Mm. Yeah, right? Like, I could start a store called Pepsi's Vegetables,
0: and I'd probably be cool. (laughs) What if your gym had two doors?
1: Okay. (laughs) Can we just stop? (laughs) <laughs> can we just stop for a second and think about Pepsi's vegetables? Yeah, let's, give that, let's give that one its do. It's just a powerful idea.
0: Uh, that I was running away from the warm pool of Pepsi's vegetables. I'm gonna turn around, I'm gonna splash around in there with you guys for a while. I mean, they can try to shut me down, but it's not like
1: people are confusing my vegetables for their soda. That's right. These are Pepsi's vegetables. These are my vegetables, and I'm Pepsi. All right. Oh, legally change your name to Goku. And uh, then call it Goku's uh, Gym. Okay. They can't fucking touch you. Yeah. Yes. That's true. And legally make yourself look exactly like Goku. Yes. And then put a picture of yourself next to it. They can't. And
0: learn to play the Piccolo. I haven't seen the show. I haven't seen it. But maybe the gym has two doors and over one is a sign sa- that says, not, this one's for not Goku's. Uh-huh. And then the exit door, You can just leave that blank. You can put like, this one's for question mark, question mark, question marks. And then all you have on there is not Goku.
1: That's true. And like then you're saying, listen, I am explicitly saying that I am not your property. I am not stealing your copyright. This is what I've opened here is like a not Kroger. This is, you know what I mean? Like, yes. God, I love love it. I
0: love it when Goku yells and energy comes out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: And he uses it to power the US so that we have less of a dependency on fossil fuels.
0: Thank Haven't you. seen the show. Hey, everybody, can you just real quick just say it all out loud. Thank you, Goku. Thank,
1: thank you, you Goku. Goku.
0: Goku. Is that a trademark?
1: Can we put thank you, Goku, on a t shirt?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean if we put thank you and then in quotation marks Goku? <laughs> 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 Oh, shit.
1: God, Kaku is so powerful.
0: He's so good. He would be so good on a powerful t-shirt. He'd make you look stronger just from wearing it. My wife... it's impossible. My wife is very thrifty and scolds me anytime I'm... Sw- My
1: wife! <laughs> anytime I've spent money unnecessarily. <laughs> she recently suggested we pick up coffee at a local coffee shop as a treat to ourselves for penny pinching. Issue is, I've been secretly shopping at this coffee shop at least once a week for over two oh years. Oh my
0: god. They
1: know me by name and begin making my regular order before I get to the register. Had do I warn the baristas to pretend like they don't know me so I won't be caught when I do go with my wife? When I do go with uh, my wife. Yeah, sure. My wife. My Thank wife. You. I uh... That's from regular in Redondo Beach. The Dondo! The Dondo. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I wish you did more like shout outs to locations like the Dondo, calling in. Or yeah. something
0: like that. I mean, the good thing about having IBS is that people just assume that you do have it all the time. So if you need to fake a tummy ache so that they so your wife will go get the coffees and you could just chill at home and avoid the situation altogether, that's fine. Um, um Maybe just
1: burst in and say like I'm new here. Mm. Uh, okay, they get your wife's credit card, they look at the name Oh, you must be related to blop, blop, blop. He's in here every week. Oh, shit. Double life. You've apparently led a double life, and your wife Mm -hmm. has found out about it when you're not even there to explain yourself. Yep, you're the one who knocks. What if you go in, and then they're like, Oh, it's it's our regular. I'll make you your vanilla latte. And you say, What the fuck are you talking about? No, that's not good either. mean Well... Have you considered not lying? I was going to say it's almost like there's a very good reason why we shouldn't lie to people that share their lives with us. <laughs> I feel like we've we've caught the bad end of that that particular
0: I feel I, like this I, is I, uh, this th- is a, this is a hold on. This is an opportunity for us to make a very salient, very helpful relationship tip. I feel like there's lots of people out there who have what they think is little secrets from their SO or their partner, whatever. Um, but you do it so much, but you're like, it's okay, it's just little secrets. But then when your partner finds out about it, you are immediately confronted with the reality that oh no, it's big secrets. it's yes. kind of it's kind of it's kind of weird that I didn't like
1: clue them in. This is like if you embezzled a one dollar every day from where you worked, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm just stealing one dollar, and then you worked there for thirty years, and you've
0: stolen thousands and thousands of dollars. I'm not, I, I I should clear up. I'm not saying that that you know there needs to be a hundred percent like i'm not saying that you have to like check in every time you want to do something right like i don't i also do not think that that is the basis of a healthy relationship it's just the nature of it doesn't matter the size of the secret when you're when your so finds out that that you're you have a secret then that's then the weird there's a weird energy now i see see, i I celebrate the seat i think it's fine to have a secret
1: i think it's good to have a little secret but i think it should be the kind of little secret that if your SO finds out about it, then they don't give a shit. <laughs> <That> <laughs> or to me at, is or like, at most, they kind of like roll their eyes. No, you know, I, I you're it. missing the point, Travis. If you try to make it something like you would want to hide, okay, I was like three weeks into my Coursera class about appreciating classical music before I told my wife that I was taking this class because she saw me. <clears throat> and she didn't give a shit. Cause who would? But it was my little private thing for a little while. <laughs> that's that's my special class between me and this cat from Duke, who has got a, a very a lot of knowledge about classical music. It was our special thing, right? And I didn't tell my wife about it because it was my little secret that she wouldn't give ever loving shit about. Yeah. See what I do is I routinely I will overspend on something. And when Teresa and I first started dating, I knew that like she would be upset, like that I went to say the grocery store and bought a bunch of impulse buy items and spent too much. So I would like routinely like just cut money off of how much I spent and say, like, yeah, I only spent like whatever. And then one day what I did is I told her that I was doing that. And so now I still do it. But she knows I'm doing it, so it's like a lie, but it's not. But also, we both agree that it's better this way. It's oh, big secrets. how yeah. completely psychopathic, Trav Grace. That's for <laughs> sure. No, because then she knows that. How, like how absolutely baffling. Yeah. Is it? Is it Justin? Yeah, or Is a,
0: it normal? That's a t- that's a jagged little pill right there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> never done what you guys have talked about. Your secret, your classical music, your your Mozart perversions. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm actually you. not
1: to Mozart yet. I kind of got hung up around Bach because I don't like his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wrote 30 minutes of new, hold on, MoneyZune Kuwait. MoneyZune? Is Zune one of our sponsors? <laughs> the MoneyZune oh, Kuwait. Bach wrote a new 30-minute piece of music every week. Hmm. Well, but that was easy when there wasn't other music. He could just be like,
0: bing, 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 bing. That's a new one. That's a new one. <laughs> They've, nobody's done that one before. That's a new one. For at least two. Huff my nuts, Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a new one. Do that for 30 minutes. He didn't,
0: Justin, to be fair, he didn't say he wrote 30 minutes of good music every yeah. week. He also wrote 30 minutes of lyrics to that music, but they made him cut it every time because of how dog shit it was.
1: (laughs) And the dragons come over the crest of the ridge and the sunlight sword hangs above them. Bach. Please, we have talked to you so many times, we love the music so much, but your lyrics are, and the white wolves gather at the edge of the sunlight. All right, Buck, I I just feel like you're using a lot of weird
0: imagery. (laughs) It's not. Run Run your fingers through my curly white hair. (laughs) Buck. Fuck, we're not ready for this. Our great, 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 great grandkids are gonna eat that shit up.
1: Yeah, they're gonna love it. But all this stuff about like reaching the peak of the mountain and soaring with the eagles, we're not into that right now. Could you please just, I don't know, talk about flowers? I think we like that. Can we all agree? Flowers, maybe spring? We're into spring. And the flowers spring from the mouth of all the virgins as they ride upon their
0: uh-huh. dragons. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the Damn it. from their eyes. Nope, 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 nope. And when I look into your eyes, you put me in my grave. <laughs> nope, Bach. Bach. The dragon's in my love grave. What? No, what? With their
1: incredible laser rifles. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> what? Holy shit. What? what? <laughs> the robot overlords I see in my dreams. Bach, what the fuck? What shit are you on? Bach, anyway, anyway are that, you cool? 30 minutes of music. We put an hour of podcast. Yeah, and some weeks we skip. <laughs> like, That's
0: fair.
1: <laughs> because we can't, because we're tired. Anyway, let's go to the money.
0: Hey, can I tell you all about stomps? Yeah. I love these things. Do you guys like art and pictures and draw drawings? Yes. What if you could get them really little and sticky and allow them to make your mail go from where you have it now to where you want it to go? And then oh, it's like, okay. And then it's like you're giving somebody art, but you're also giving them the mail that you need to get in their hands. Do you know that um, stamps are picked by CSAC, the Citizen
1: Stamp Advisory Committee? And it's a secret organization that the public isn't
0: allowed any insight into. And uh, these 12 non-postal worker employees picked them all in secret? I did not know that. But what I do know is that if you don't want to go to the post office to get your stamps, then stamps.com has you covered because they have all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right at your fingertips. I'm talking about printing your own postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. And they save you money, too, because they got postage discounts you can't get at the post office, including five cents off every first class stamp. And that shit adds up,
1: though. They also are not allowed to have alcohol or uh, cigarettes or firearms on stamps. So if you look at, like, Betty Davis's stamp, they photoshopped out her cigarette, uh, if you check out her stamp. It looks like she's holding they a They replaced it package. with a carrot, so there's no yeah. cigarette there. I, I I heard a lot of stamp stuff on every little thing, and I just wanted to share it all with you guys.
0: Okay, well. Cool. I just found out that I can't get the gun stamps I wanted, so you've really <laughs> peed me O. Oh.
1: Sorry about being your own,
0: uh, clean out. <laughs> but anyway, stamps.com is great. We, we It's a very, very convenient way to get your postage if you, uh, like me, don't like going to the post office because it's far away and also anxiety. Right now, our listeners get a free special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. You can see f- f- for yourself why over 700,000 small businesses uses Stamps.com. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in my brother all one word, that's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code, my brother. I would like to tell you about Squarespace and I would like to give you my seven word
1: pitch for Squarespace, Hell yeah. right. you ready? Want make website? Make website with Squarespace. That's Seven not words. Good. Yeah, it's not good. I, that's a tagline, baby. I feel like I could get it down to two words website? Okay. Question mark. Squarespace. I can do I it th- in one. Okay. S-
0: Webspace.
1: Ooh, I think I could do it in uh, one letter.
0: <gasps> w? Okay, so that's Squarespace ad, and that'll be $50, please. <laughs> Uh, that's not actually the Squarespace ad. Travis
1: has a real one that he'd like to tell you Yeah, how. so here's the thing. Squarespace, listen, we live in the digital age. Everything's digital these days. If you want if you want to have a successful business, you have to have an online presence. If you want to be a cool, hip artist, you have to have an online presence. If you want to be do just about anything, you need to have an online presence. And you don't need to know anything about making websites to do it with Squarespace because Squarespace, it's easy to set up. It's easy to showcase your work, announce upcoming events or special projects, promote your business, whatever you want to do because they have beautiful customizable templates, they have powerful e-commerce functionality so you can sell things, analytics that help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization and 24 seven award-winning customer service. So, Fuck yeah, just- dude. Oh, I was, I, uh, I have a whole- You just got
0: me so psyched
1: with all that stuff. I know, but I have like a flow and now I have to start over. It's a digital... Uh, fuck, I forgot. Nice, Digi- dude. Uh, Squarespace.com slash brother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code mybrother, all one word, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. <sighs> There's nothing quite like sailing in the calm international waters on my ship, the SS Biopic. Avast! It's actually pronounced... Biopic. No, you dingus! It's biopic. Who
0: the hell says that? It's biopic because it's for the, the words, words bi- the biography biology.
1: and picture. Uh, if you all right, that is enough. Ahoy! I'm Dave Holmes. I'm the host of the newly rebooted podcast, formerly known as International Waters, designed to resolve petty but persistent arguments like this. How? by pitting two teams of opinionated comedians against each other with trivia and improv games, of course. Winner
0: takes home the right to be right. What podcast be this? It's called Troubled Waters, where we disagree to disagree. So uh, I got Yahoo. Uh, yeah. So this one was sent in by Merritt Palmer. I don't know if it's good jokes, but I feel like we need to talk about it because it's from an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm gonna call um, Nancy, who asks, is dessert its own meal or is it a part of dinner? Who? Oh, huh. Is it a thing of its own or is it just dinner's sweet hat? My
1: first inclination is to say it is a thing of its own. Mm. But then I also think it would be really weird to just skip dinner and have dessert at like 7 p.m.
0: I, it's 3 p.m. I have finished lunch long ago. I reach into my cookie drawer and I retrieve Oreos and eat them. That is a snack. I've just finished my dinner of ham at 8 p.m. and I reach into the cookie drawer, pull out Oreos, I eat it. That's a dessert. Yeah. If you have
1: something sweet without dinner, <clears throat> it's not dessert. No. It's excess. It's a snack. It's a snack. It's snacks us. No, we don't need to do that. Snacks as Hollywood. <laughs> you don't need to do that. I'm just saying if you have dessert without dinner, it's not dessert. It's a snack. It's a okay. sweet snack. Okay. If you I I here's the problem though. I like my dessert later in the evening. I don't uh-huh. like to have my dessert directly after dinner. I like to let it settle a little bit.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is uh-huh. that if you, dessert? After you've took a little herb. A little post-dinner kush. <laughs> I
1: think maybe that's fourth meal, Justin. Is or that, 3.5 meal? Is that dessert if
0: I wait until 10 o'clock? It's not dessert, right? Yeah.
1: No, that's dessert. That's
0: dessert still, yeah. Here, let me counterpoint. And, th- and that whole time you were chilling and getting blazed, that was all dinner. You're st- you were still oh, in dinner that whole time. You
1: had some additional vegetables. Yeah.
0: It was your weed
1: stuff. Now, look, here's it. But to anybody who says dessert is part of dinner, let me throw this out. I bring you a plate that I've made you for dinner. And there on the plate is a really well cooked chicken breast, maybe some uh, steamed broccoli, and an Oreo. Hmm. On the same plate as dinner. Weird, huh? This is a bad dinner you've made for me, Travis. I get that, but I'm saying that Oreo doesn't belong there cuz that should come at a separate time. But at the same
0: time, when I go out to a fancy restaurant and I'm having lunch with all of my famous friends, James Vanderbeek and the rest, when we are eating all of the great dinner food and then they say, "Would you like dessert?" I've already filled my tummy up with all the great dinner food because I forgot about dessert. Yes. If they if they brought the dinner and the sweet tiramisu, on the same plate to my table when it's dinner time, as, oh, y'all, it's like a kid cuisine. Griffin, we're not talking about what it should be. We're talking about what it is. Can I pitch my adult kid cuisines at restaurants that you can get, please? But that's just called cuisine.
1: (laughs) What what do you think? like a waiter or anybody at a restaurant would do if you said, yes, I, I'm going to have um, you know, the ribeye and the baked potato, and later I'm gonna want the brownie lava explosion, so just put it on the same plate.
0: I feel like that's what Applebee's whole thing is, because they don't give a fuck. That is true. They don't give a fuck.
1: Everything's sizzling in the same skillet to
0: save on you know, doing dishes later. Applebee's br- Apple will bring you some pudding shooters and then they'll bring you a garlic man which is which is a man they make out of a whole garlic bulb, <laughs> two lobster tails and a, a steak and three breadsticks. And he is what? sentient and he is wait, sentient and you have to chase wait, him and eat him. Stop, and then finally over, they bring you your over, drink stop, last because stop, they are absolute aunt, what? What's the third breadstick? <laughs> Why are you so nasty I can't believe today? you're making fun of me for that. Justin, I want you to try and imagine trying to stand up this meat man that I've talked about using just the two breadstick legs. <laughs> a tripod is a way more secure foundation, and I knew that when I was saying that shit on Where the show.
1: Where is it? Where is the tripod? Where is the kickstand leg of the tripod?
0: Towards the back like a tail.
1: What's like up, Like a Nail.
0: tail. And then oh, two on the corners. God. Okay, good.
1: Not like a penis. Not like a penis. Yeah.
0: Unless it's a fun prank, or, uh, you know. You can request it that way, but you better tip well. Yeah, they'll do it sometimes for, you know, like stag parties and stuff. Yeah, or birthday. Man, I want to so have my bachelor do, party at Applebee's. Of, we've talked a lot of bullshit.
1: I feel like dessert's part of dinner, though. What if it's actually the beginning of breakfast? Whoa, <laughs> here's a sneak <laughs> preview of what breakfast is going to be like. <laughs> yeah, hey, because you know when sweet goes? <laughs> breakfast. Sweet flies at breakfast. Yeah, yeah sweet's good sweet at breakfast. Sweet doesn't fly. It's it There's trailer for breakfast. Yeah. Mm. Hey, and when you wake up, there's more where that came from. Hey, speaking of this, dun, 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 I want a munch. Okay. Okay. Squad. You guys have to say squad. <laughs> Do you say squad? Squad. Hit it. Hit that fucking music. I want a munch. Squad. Squad. Okay. Uh, I have two. I'm just gonna read the first line of this one, even though it's really good. This is McDonald's adds uh donut sticks to breakfast lineup. Um, and the first line of this is, "Roses are red, violets are blue, the rumors of donut sticks coming to McDonald's are true."
0: <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> you've heard the buzz.
0: That's good. Hey, I didn't know is I didn't know
1: Robert Frost was still. Alive.
0: <laughs> he is, and he works
1: for McDonald's. <laughs> Robert Frosty, I'm the new Hamburglar. Okay, Robert. <laughs> okay, calm down. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's happening. Nothing
0: delicious can stay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'll take the number 2 less eaten by. Uh but I want to talk about this is actually extremely important and challenging. Domino's new platform rewards points for competitors pizza. Ooh. Listen. Okay? They announce this during the Super Bowl. Uh, Starting February 2nd, Domino's began awarding points for all pizza customers, all pizza customers eat, through its new Points for Pies program. The big catch, this includes competitors' pizza, not just Domino's. Listen. Instead of advertising during Sunday's game, we decided to invest in a breakthrough program that rewards everyone who loves pizza as much as we do, says someone. We know everyone is asking themselves, did Domino's just say they will award points for eating any pizza, even from a competitor? That's accurate. This new app will scan anything and say that it is pizza. Or not pizza, obviously. Its internal teams develops pizza identifier capable of scanning each pizza or slice. It then uses artificial intelligence-driven software to identify the image. The quote, what? this is the first time Domino's is using AI technology like this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Let's so. let fucking hope so. And also, I I hope that that's... I'm, okay. I hope it's the last time, but it won't be. It will be running the pizza identification process, and it's already smart enough to identify all pizza, even if it's a homemade huh. English muffin pizza, a pizza no. with a hot dog stuffed crust, or a high-end artisan pizza. It can I- even identify if it's a dog squeaky pizza toy. Hey, um, Dennis, that's not pizza dog. <laughs> Are you okay? Because it sounds like you just proven that your robot can be easily fooled. Um, Justin... Justin, I don't want to skip ahead, but is there a part in this press release where they say, and we don't know why we've done this, we hope that will reveal itself to us later. What's the points for, though? You can scan other pizzas and get pizza points, Uh or or piz points, as I've decided to call them. Pizzies. You get pizzies or piz points, and then you can exchange (laughs) those piz points for more piz at Domino's. So
0: okay, I can't wait. tell if that's good or bad. I c- it seems not great. If you well, Domino's has really turned their shit around. This is what they want you to believe, but it's still uh, Domino's is okay. But you go around taking pictures of pizza like you're in fucking Pokemon Snap, and then you go to the Domino's and show them your camera roll, and you just kind of swipe through it, and they say, "Yep, yep, yep," yeah, circle with little circles on it. "Yep, yep, yep." Here's a pizza, and then you can take a picture of that, and then it never ends. No, you huh. dummy. There's The employees aren't
1: part of it. There's a robot that lives in your phone, and it beams the image to the cloud. And the, the AI, the pizza bot that lives in the cloud, identifies things as being pizza or not pizza. We're training robots to perfectly identify what things are pizza. How bad... Is Domino's doing right now? That there was a board meeting where they brought in the folks in R and D and said, "Hey, are people even still eating pizza? <laughs> is there any way we could figure this out?" Fuck, like, guys, it's it's all about hot dogs now. Fuck. What can what, we do? Uh, I like. What that. do we do to figure out who's even eating pizza maybe, anymore? Maybe, um, maybe the the chefs at Pizza Hut or at Domino's are like, "Listen, guys." I have no fucking clue what we're doing here. I don't even know if this is pizza. I wish there was a way we could get billions of people to send us pictures of other pizza (laughs) so we could just copy what they did. Like, can we just do that? I'm glad that they made a robot do it because I wouldn't wanna be the human being responsible for looking at a picture of something someone sent to to Domino's that wasn't pizza. Because yeah. God, the idea of what someone might take a picture of that's not pizza to send to Domino's terrifies me to the core of
0: my being. I want that robot's gonna
1: see some stuff, though. Yeah. Oh, could you make a pizza out of robot parts? <laughs> so then you send it the picture, and you're like, "No, look at it. I don't want <laughs> to look at it. This is not pizza. It's- this is crime. Are you sure it's not pizza? Look again." <laughs> It's got, it's shaped like pizza, right? It's got little- This is not pizza, this is sister. I cut the, I cut the, this, this robo, you know, I cut its eyeballs off into slices and put it on there, so that's pepperoni, isn't it? I mean, if you're gonna prove Chew Toys, you gotta prove this,
0: right? Call it pizza.
1: It's pizza.
0: (laughs) I am, I am pizza. The sweet relief he would feel after exploding, after seeing tens of thousands of pictures of dudes just like spread out assholes that they sink dominoes. That's
1: a awesome kink. The the end
0: of The Matrix is weird, huh? It's It all ends up the same, all the simulations in the same way. I don't, There's nothing I, don't, we can I do. don't get it. I sent a picture of the ro- my asshole to the robot, so I hope Papa John sees it. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: I'm, on the hunt for a part Enjoy
0: my asshole robot. <laughs> <laughs> dude sm- dude smack it. Uh- <laughs>
1: I'm in the hunt for a part-time job and getting really frustrated. I once worked at a seafood buffet and it has since been closed. I only worked there over the summers as a bus person. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard. All, all aboard me. I have transformed. Uh I'll try not to sneeze and transform back in the middle. Uh but that happens a lot on transformers. But cleaning up after tourists on a crab leg bender is hard work. My Question is this, since it's closed, can I lie to any possible employers and say I worked there for way longer and in a higher paid position? <laughs> the restaurant is a boat <laughs> store now and no one knows where the others went the owners went, so there's no way to verify my story of employment as far as I know. It's a harmless grift or a greedy scheme, as from willing to work in Wilmington. Man, I didn't mean to make the first three questions about lying, but man, here we are, yeah, huh? Merry Happy Grif- Valentine's Grif- Day! Grif-
0: yeah, you sound more like a Decepticon to me. Ooh. Um. Yeah, you're all good here. This one, I'm gonna. This one passed my smell test. I think yeah. you're all good to lie about this one. You can say you were president of Crab Legs and it's that you the- worked there for 18 years. If the previous owners of this uh, restaurant were murdered by the boatmen, then yes. they're not going to be able to narc you out. You're totally yeah. aces here.
1: They're I, totally at the bottom of something.
0: I ran Crabtown. I'm the do- I'm the mayor of Crabtown. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what?
1: It was actually a chain. It was eighteen stores, and I was the mayor of all of them. Mm-hmm. And I saved a small child from crabs that overran one of the stores. This is actually kind of weird because, like. Why doesn't everybody do this all the time? This seems like such a good crime that I'm surprised it's not extremely, extremely common. I mean, maybe it is extremely common, but uh, it just seems like a grift everybody is probably running all the time, right? To, so, like, um, put down a friend's name as the phone number and say, like, yeah, call the manager and ask him, and then call and say, like, yes, Hi. this is Todd. Hi. He was great.
0: Uh, hello, this is Bill Gates. Uh, Hey, is... Uh was Stephen really your quote number two? Was he? Was he really quote your left hand dude? <laughs> yeah, he helped me with Microsoft ninety eight. I see he made he uh he Steve Balber learned everything from him. It, he's the. He's I was the,
1: going to name it ninety seven, and he
0: fixed it. it. And he fixed it, and he also made Halo. So I've got to go.
1: <laughs> it says his job title was keyboard lord. Do you guys really mm. have a job title for that? And yeah, he put the T on there. Yeah, I wasn't going to include any T's, and he said people might need that. He's it says Keyboard Lord and Mouse Master. This mm-hmm. is starting to mm-hmm. fake. Yeah, he sure is. He he included <laughs> the cord and buttons. <laughs> I was just going to give people a hung of plastic. <laughs> I'm actually a robot that he broke <laughs> It sounds, Mr. Gates, why <laughs> be so bold? It sounds like really <laughs> see what is kind of the brains behind the entire operation to make I I owe him so much. <laughs> yep. What do I including my own sentence? Why do you uh what are you gonna do without him? Sounds like he was pretty viable. Well, the well
0: I'm making I'm working on making new toilets now. Uh. <laughs> they're pretty cool. They don't stink these ones. <laughs> That's not a joke. He's really doing that. You could also say you're Joe from Joe's Crab Shack. And yeah. you had you were the first one who looked at these little red bastards and said, I'm eating me one of them.
1: Yeah. Gallagher's brother started yeah. performing and doing the sledge routine and a lot of Gallagher's jokes, because Gallagher couldn't meet the demand of people that wanted to see Gallagher perform, so his brother started performing. And then uh, when he got in trouble with his brother for something, uh, he started performing as Gallagher 2, uh-huh. and the reason I'm bringing this up is that there's probably room for a Gallagher 3 if you yes, wanted to, yeah. or like, no one would know, I think the situation's confusing enough that you could probably claim to have been Gallagher 2 at a certain point, or, you know, uh, not just I. Uh, it's honestly foolproof. I guess Thank my you. question is the one question I have how does that help you get a part time job? Well, it's in the produce department. Oh, so. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with the tensile strength of a lot. Yeah, I, I know anyway. exactly how hard I can punch <laughs> this motherfucker. Because <laughs> yeah, I am aware of how many bits any given produce
0: will turn into. Apparently there is a Joe's Crab Shack in Austin, but it's, quote, temporarily closed. And I don't know what conditions led it to be temporarily closed, but you may as well go ahead and make that permanent, <laughs> my friend.
1: Yeah, out of crabs.
0: Couldn't find them.
1: Couldn't, couldn't find them anywhere. How about uh, we close it out? I love that. Let's do it. y'all. Thank you so much. We've had such a good time with you. I hope you did have a happy Valentine's Day. whatever that means for you, even if it's like not observing it at all or chilling by yourself or whatever. I hope you I hope you enjoyed yourself because we, um kidding aside, do love you very much, and we appreciate all of the support over the years, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I want to let you know that we have tickets, uh, hopefully on sale now if everything has gone right uh, for San Jose. And Salt Lake City, we're going to be in San Jose, April 2nd and 3rd uh, with the Adventure Zone and My Brother, My Brother and Me. And then we're going to be in Salt Lake City on April 4th with My Brother, My Brother and Me. Um, and you can get tickets for those if you go to family and click on Tours there at the beginning. And then uh, we're going to have some more announcements coming soon for the rest of 2019. But we hope
0: to see you all in San Jose and Salt Lake City in April. Uh, thanks to John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use for our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, it's a super good album that I love a lot, and you will too. And thank you to MaximumFun.org for having us on the network. They got a bunch of great shows. Uh, they got a new one with Ted Leo and Amy Mann that you're gonna love a lot. They've got, uh, Mission to Zix is a new one up on there. A bunch of new shows, all at MaximumFun.org, and we have other stuff at McElroy.Family, and oh, you know what else?
1: It just occurred to me we haven't mentioned this in a hella long time. We have a YouTube channel that I believe now is uh, Macroy Family, is the name of the channel. You can also, uh, we have an Instagram account where you can see like some behind the scenes stuff from our live shows and tours and whatnot, as well as uh, a Twitter account at Macroy Family. So, like, go follow those, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And sorry that Travis said um, Hello. hella. Yeah. yeah. Listen, so, I hated,
1: I hated it. As yeah. I was doing, I hated it.
0: So here's a final Yahoo. This one was sent in by Brian. Thank you, Brian. It's Yahoo Answers user Chris who asks, "What is a ham basket, and how does it get you to hell?" My name is Justin McElroy. He mistook I, the letters.
1: Oh, I see. I'm Travis McElroy.
0: I'm Griffin McElroy. My brother, my brother, may you kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.
1: Unless you binge watch TV at least 80 hours a week, Inside Pop is definitely not for you.
0: Sean, that's a little extreme and also not quite true.
1: Okay, Amita, how about Inside Pop is the podcast for people who love and appreciate the best pop culture has to offer.
0: Oh, much better.
1: In every episode, we interview the people who create the culture you crave.
0: Past interviews include the showrunner of Ava DuVernay's Queen Sugar and Mudbound director Dee Rees.
1: You'll also get the very best pop culture recommendations in our big sell segment.
0: Plus the opinions of two TV producers who are pop culture obsessives and actually do binge 80 hours of TV a week.
1: Eyeballs. So tired.
0: Listen to Inside Pop every other Wednesday on the Maximum Fun Podcast Network.